0: Hey, Jake here. Before we get started with this week's episode of the Shepherd Cast, I wanted to take a few moments to let you know about some of the special events coming up in our church this month. As you know, this is the season of Advent. We invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 9:30 a.m. as we celebrate this special season in the church calendar year. You can also hear those services right here on the Shepherd Cast. In addition to that, we have a couple more things coming up this month that we wanted to let you know about. First and foremost, we would like to invite you to our annual Choir Cantata to be held Sunday, December 16th at 6.30 p.m. at the church. This is a very special cantata. I know firsthand that our choir has been working very hard on this. and We invite you to come join us for this special night of fun and fellowship with refreshments to be provided after the performance. Also, we would like to invite you to join us on Christmas Eve, Monday, December the 24th at 7 p.m. for our church's annual Candlelight Service. This is a very special service we hold every year in celebration of the night of Jesus' birth, and we invite you to come join us for this event. With that, I would like to say on behalf of Shepherd of the Valley Evangelical Lutheran Church, happy Advent and God bless. Now here's this week's ShepherdCast. Hello, my name is Jacob Schondel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley, and you are listening to the Shepherd Cast, the weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. Each week we bring you our sermon in audio form as well as our weekly Bible readings. We thank you for joining us for worship, as even though you may not have been able to join us on Sunday morning, we are glad to have you with us through this podcast. If you like what you hear, and if you are able, and you live in the northeast Ohio area, we would like to invite you to come join us for worship on Sundays at 9:30 a.m. You can learn more about the worship experience at Shepherd Valley by visiting sotvchurch.com/ worship. This week on the Shepherd Cast, we will be bringing you our weekly Bible readings from Sunday morning. Our sermon is delivered by the Reverend Scott J. Anderson and a special performance by our church choir, which is under the direction of Susan Kashak. If you would like to know what the choir is performing this week, or you would like to see what our readings are, you can check out the show notes for this episode. Also, if you are following along in your Bible and our readings don't exactly match up with what your Bible says, we use the NRSV translation of the Bible. Now, without further ado... Here's this week's Shepherd cast.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Our first lesson this morning comes from Malachi, 3rd chapter, verses 1 through 4. See, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, the message of the covenant in whom you delight. Indeed, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he will purify the descendants of Levi and refine them like gold and silver, until they present offerings to the Lord in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to the Lord, as in the days of old, and as in former years. The word of the Lord.
2: Thanks be to God.
1: The following is a reading from Luke chapter one, verses 68 to 79, and we shall read it responsively. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free.
2: You have raised up for us a mighty savior born of the house of your servant David.
1: Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us.
2: To show mercy to our forebearers, to remember your holy covenant.
1: This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies.
2: Free to worship you without fear, To shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace.
1: The second lesson is the epistle lesson, and it comes from Philippians, first chapter, verses 3 through 11. I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to think this way about all of you because you hold me in your heart, for all of you share in God's grace with me, both in my imprisonment and the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I long all of you with the compassion of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may overflow more and more knowledge and full insight to help you to determine what is best so that in the day of Christ you may be pure and blameless, having produced the harvest of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ for the glory and praise of God. The word of the Lord.
2: Thanks be to God.
1: <laughs> the Holy
2: Gospel, according to St. Luke, the third chapter, beginning at the first verse. Glory, Glory to, you, to you, O Lord. Lord. In the fifteenth year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip, ruler of the region of Iturea and Tracheotis, and Licinius, ruler of Abilene. During the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord, and make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of our Lord.
3: Praise Praise to
2: you, O Christ. Please be seated. And let us pray. Gracious and wonderful God, we love you, we praise you, and we give you thanks. We ask that you help us during this season of Advent to prepare our hearts for your way. We ask, dear Lord, to help us to hear the need to repent, to turn away from our sins, And to turn to you alone. Help us, dear Lord, that we may be instruments of your grace in our daily lives—in what we say, and what we do, and what we think. We ask, dear Lord, to send your Holy Spirit upon me, that I may preach your word truthfully and faithfully. In this, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. As. I was talking a few minutes ago with our young adults talking about all the different ways in which uh, we prepare uh, for Advent and for Christmas. And some of those uh, traditions also include uh, watching various uh, television shows or specials. Uh, I know that uh, it doesn't seem like Christmas unless I see A Charlie Brown Christmas, for example, or A Garfield Christmas, which we have on DVD. Um, But one story that uh, I think everybody seems to embrace, uh, especially during this time, is Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. And again, there are so many different variations on that theme. And I think we all know pretty much uh, the essence of... Dickens story and again as I've shared earlier about Dickens is that I really love the way that he takes uh, the biblical facts and intertwines that in stories of his context and so we have uh, a Christmas carol we have Ebenezer Scrooge and uh, we all can hear that bah humbug uh, you know type of uh, response to what's going on and the problem has been that uh, throughout his life uh, he had taken a kind of a detour in his life uh, and that uh, the love of money uh, became uh, paramount and so uh, he started looking at uh, this time of year where he was the only sane person and everyone else uh, had gone With insanity and foolishness uh, about this upcoming feast that we are about to celebrate. And then, as you know, he is visited by the ghosts of Marley, his partner, and the ghosts of Christmas, past, present, and future. And he's confronted with his sin. And what he had lost. But there is the good news. And it's interesting that we always associate Scrooge with that love of money. But we don't associate necessarily with Scrooge. Or the first thing that pops into our mind about Ebenezer is is that he is saved. That he is saved from himself, from his worst self, from his sins... And he is able to live a joyous, redemptive life. He is given the gift of a second chance. He is given the gift of being able uh, to live the way he was supposed to live. And so there is this wonderful gift and moment of joy of receiving that redemption and grace And maybe it's in that story that strikes a chord with all of us. How we too would love to just get rid of all that baggage of sin that we carry around and we strive to have that same type of joy in our lives. Well, Uh, As uh, we talked about last week, uh, this is what the prophets are trying to help direct us to, that joy in living in a right relationship with God, uh, and that is one definition of righteousness. And it is this sense then of the prophets not necessarily being uh, prognosticators uh, and foretelling the future, but rather of being spiritual doctors, of addressing the sins uh, that we have and telling us to repent and to change. Uh, Again, it's like having that diagnosis that the doctor gives us, and then we are called to follow that prescription to get back to health. Same thing with the prophets. They want us uh, and address the spiritual Uh, Diseases that we carry around, known as sin, so that we can live a healthier life in a relationship with God. And so we hear uh, various prophets this morning, and there is Malachi. And I love him. Uh, His name literally means my messenger. Uh, And again, we hear those words to prepare the way. And uh, Malachi. Um, sees things from this standpoint uh, that God loves his people but the people haven't loved God back. So he is trying to encourage them to do so and his prescription is repentance. And so uh, he has these beautiful metaphors of uh, a refiner, and a fuller. Now, uh, there is this sense of being made clean. We hear that, especially like in Psalm 51, uh, where uh, there is this sense of cleansing. And the fuller was one who really worked hard in getting the cloth uh, cleaned uh, you know, working with his plants to make sure that uh, the fabric was cleaned. Uh, the refiner, uh, again, is taking uh, silver or gold and purifying it. So there is this sense here with the prophet of encouraging the people to be purified by God, to be made clean by God. And it's not... Necessarily an easy process, especially if you consider uh, the call of a refiner or a fuller. Um, to give you an idea, I don't know if many of you remember a few years back uh, a program called uh, Dirty Jobs, by, uh, featured Mike Rowe. And usually uh, it featured all these unsung Americans willing to do disgusting, dirty, messy, smelly, yuck, jobs, you know, uh, in their lives. And so um, this is what Malachi is offering as well, because a refiner had a dirty job, because uh, no one really liked to be around refiners. Uh, now imagine this not only are you dealing with the heat of refining the metals and the fire that's there, but for most of the year, you're also dealing with the heat of the Middle East. Needless to say, um, they didn't have too many friends uh, because they just didn't want uh, to be around the sweat uh, that these uh, refiners had to deal with. Uh, Same thing with the Fullers. They had this plant in order to clean the cloths, but ironically this plant was something that was less than desirable in its odor. Uh, Many, many times the uh, Fuller was asked to do his work Outside the city gates, okay? Uh, And preferably not downwind, okay? Uh, So uh, there is this sense here of a dirty job being done. And... uh, But uh, one that is necessary in order to have that final product of refinement, of purity, of cleanliness, And when we stop and think about it, Jesus did this very dirty job for us. Think about the incarnate word and the miracle that that brings. We have the infinite God becoming finite. We have... uh, Jesus getting his hands dirty by his very birth, that he is then placed at his birth in a manger, a.k.a. a feeding trough for animals. Jesus continues this dirty job by going to the cross, not dying for his sins since he didn't have any, but for ours. It is a dirty job indeed to have been crucified, died, and buried in order to have that refinement and cleanliness through the resurrection. John the Baptist was also part of a dirty job Here he is in the wilderness, and again picture uh, the wadis of the Middle East, and here is this guy going around in camel's hair and eating locusts and wild honey, as we heard in other uh, gospel lessons, and he is doing the job of the prophet once more, calling people to prepare the way. And he uh, is the fulfillment of the prophecy of Isaiah. And again, the beautiful thing about John is not necessarily doing the dirty work, but to give people hope. This is again one of the things Uh, that we emphasize during the season of Advent is such a gift that we need today. Every valley shall be lifted up, no matter how low, no matter how deep, like Death Valley, and we might feel like death warmed over. No matter how low we may be feeling, God raises us up. Every mountain shall be made low. All those things that we find difficult and challenging in our lives, those times where we feel like we can't make it, we can't do it, It is recognizing that God is there, giving us hope and leveling the playing field, so to speak. Every path that is twisted and turned and rough will be straightened and made smooth. No potholes. There is all these wonderful things that God does for us, whether we recognize them or not. That is the depth and love that God gives us. And in our lives, whether it is facing the depths of valleys or trying to figure out how to go through high mountains or twists and turns in our lives. It is recognizing that God indeed is there giving us hope. And that may be through our experiences we may be means of grace to others who are going through similar circumstances. That is the hope of the prophet. That is the desire that God has for us. But to get there, we do have to face those challenges. And we go back to Scrooge. He had to go through that Christmas Eve with all those ghosts to be confronted with all his hurts, with all his sins. We too need to go through that process of repentance, to go through our lives and to see not what is Necessarily, the pain of the present, but the love and grace that is there now and in the future. Let us embrace the grace that God offers to us today that we may be a people of hope waiting for Messiah to come. Into this, all of God's children said.
0: You just heard a very special sermon from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to the Shepherd Cast this week. If you are listening in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship if you are able. Our services are Sunday mornings at 9:30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship environment at our church by visiting sotvchurch.com slash worship. We bring you this podcast every week because it costs nothing to spread God's word. However, if you do find it in your heart that you would like to support our church and its mission, we are a church in service. If you wish to support our podcast, we hope you will support us by supporting our outreach, whether the Spirit moves you to volunteer with one of our outreach programs or you choose to contribute to the church in another way. One way you can support our church is through the Amazon Smile program, where the nonprofit of your choice can receive 0.5% of the purchase price of products sold while costing you nothing extra. You can get started by going to smile.amazon.com and searching for Shepherd of the Valley Evangelical Lutheran Church. Of course, we encourage you to keep up with our church at our website at SOTVChurch.com. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SOTVSandyville. We will be back with another message next week. Tune in then. Until then, we thank you for listening, and God bless.